Greetings. This is James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio, Talk Radio, also simulcasting on the SETI Stargate and God knows how many affiliates I lost track. But uh, it's it's probably over 100 countries and and, and I don't know how many affiliates, but uh, the message is getting out. Um, if you're trying to see us on YouTube, we have had two strikes on YouTube. So uh, we're just using YouTube as a placeholder. So check out Rumble or VMO or any of the other uh, Telegram or any other, uh, and as you wish, talk radio, you know, on uh, BBS radio, if you want to get, get the message. <clears throat> Take a quick drink before we get started. Um, there's just a f- couple things in the news I want people to look out for. One is Ron Paul and Tom Cotton are having a gathering of probably the best of the best uh, scientists and doctors and and, uh, you know, lawyers and people from every walk of life. And, and it is it is brutal. I mean, I listened to part of it and I just said, oh, my God, the narrative's over. It's dead. You know, so, uh, you know, with that and with Reiner uh, Fulmick's uh, work and uh, and the other work in the courts, um, I'm brain fart on who else. There's so many lawyers out there that are doing things. And uh, a lot of them actually were at that meeting. So. Uh, stay tuned to that. Basically, it's it's uh, they just just didn't put the last nail in the coffin. They used a nail gun on that one, so so that coffin's not opening. <laughs> it's uh, it's just a matter of time before that falls apart. So, on that said, I want to really get into our show. We've got a great guest, and uh, I saw her on Journey to Truth, and she did a great interview there. And I said I got to get her on my show. So. Uh, Marina Surin is a psychic medium, a channeler, an experiencer, an ET contactee, experience of hybrid program, secret space program, psychic super soldier insider, and MK Ultra monarch survivor. Survivor. So, uh, boy, I mean, each one of those could be a show in itself. So, with any further ado, I want to bring Marina on the show. So, Marina, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, boy, I, I don't even know where to start. I, I think the, the one thing that really impressed me was when you're speaking about the hybrid program and how, and this is a prophecy that was in the 80s, I believe, that came out. And we were told that a lot of the hybrids were going to make a choice and they would choose to, to work with the side of love and with the more human side, the more Pleiadian, more more Andromedan or, or Ryan Council of Light or whatever. And just because once you experience those emotions and there's no agenda there, it's all pure support and empowerment and things like that, they would they would make that choice. And when you were talking about how you've made you made that choice, I went bing, you know, the light went on. I go, there it is, prophecy fulfilled, you know. So <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and do you think that's happening on a, on a much greater scale right now? I, I know there is a lot of that going on, a lot of the hybrid going on. And and I was told by the Pleiadians and the other ones that that there would be a shift. And rather than working, you know, for on controlling humanity, they would actually add their gifts, their knowledge, their wisdom in service to humanity. Yes, that is correct. And so you see that's happening on a, on a pretty big scale, I would imagine. Yes. And there are many ways of being a hybrid. 
it is not just about the idea of having received extraterrestrial genetics, artificially speaking, but also all humans are hybrids already. So when a human being decides to wake up, they're literally activating their own hybrid DNA, their own extraterrestrial codon. So everyone could potentially be a hybrid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is, I was trying to explain to people the scale of that, uh, the genetic tinkering that's been going on and for how long it's been going on. And and I know it happened with me. Um, They wouldn't tell me until I figured it out. And once I figured it out, they told me, what happened and and I kind of know who my my genetic father is and and uh, things of that nature but uh which is a long story I won't go into but but the uh uh it's happened on such a huge scale would you say like right now um we're going through this huge activation I mean it's been going on for a long time but but now we're in a major activation where people are they're they're their genetic codes are being activated. Their star code, star seed codes, whatever you want to call them, are being activated right now, and they're it's part of that great awakening or ascension process. Yes, it is. And the sun radiation, because it's um, emitting uh, a lot of high, you know, intensified uh, radiation, it's hitting the um, the um, um, sorry, electromagnetic electromagnetic field of the Earth, uh-huh. the geomagnetic field. So our planetary consciousness, it's been in form of really high frequency energy that is preparing us for the next phase of evolution. So, so the, what they're talking about, some people talk about a photon belt or a highly energized place in space that they're moving to. Is this, is this what you're referring to? Well, I'm referring... It's like a lot of events, like cosmic mm-hmm. events synchronizing all together. So that also uh, takes part of these, you know, process, you know. Yeah, I know cosmic rays, uh, the index is off the scale right now. And so cosmic rays definitely create changes in the DNA and, and it's a major activator. And and I've seen the electromagnetic light spectrum is totally different now than it was before. There's actually new bands in the infrared and uh it's it's basically off the scale and then you add the schumann resonance off the scale and uh you know when you put all this together and and you look at the you know you crunch the numbers and look at the data you go my god we are are moving through something immense i mean i mean something we've never seen before probably on this planet yeah that's true because um you know Every some years, every uh, specific number, I do not know the specific number, but every thousand years, there is an end of a cycle, you know, in Earth evolution. And so a new period of um, exploration of consciousness becomes to merge, you know. So right now we are in that peak, you know, there is a pole shift going on. So the poles of the earth are shifting, they are changing its location. And so because of that change going on in our electromagnetic field, we are actually also downloading that dot information. We are actually shifting with it in our own mm-hmm. um, uh, personal, you know, vortex bodies, you know, in our own personal electromagnetic bodies that it's what we will call our aura. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, there's a lot of evidence now they've come up with that our our physical body itself is resonates with the earth, you know, and it's tied into the Schumann resonance and, and everything else. And so as that increases, it's going to affect our physical body. And I know a lot of people are struggling with uh, a combination of things. One is that, you know, they're having a lot of people think they're having heart attacks and things like that, but it's just the body's reaction to these shifts, you know, and they, their heart starts racing or they start feeling all kinds of aches and pains and flu like symptom in the body. Um, and a lot of that's because of the shift going on. And and then you have the other things. I know if I don't mention this, I'll get hate mail that, you know, you have the, you know, that thing, which is doing the same thing, you know, but it's like, it's like, it's, it's, uh, there's two, would you say there's like a war in consciousness going on or two factions? One faction really wants to shut everything down and they want to really decrease the population and, and, uh, and just have a total control over every aspect of your life. And the other uh, faction wants to, you know, create longevity, health, uh, uh, have people live a more spiritual life in harmony with each other and the planet. And so there's these two factions and they seem to be at war right now. Generally, there are two factors, the positive and the negative, uh, mm-hmm. technically speaking. But even within those factors, there are many different groups with different agendas. So right now, the Earth is a little bit messy because <laughs> everybody has different connections to this planetary consciousness. You know, beings and species have their own, let's say, connection to lineages. You know, because we are hybrids, we have many different spiritual lineages going on right here. So because everyone comes from a different star system and there are many different families right now, um, there are certain people who might ally because they're all, you know, working for the best of humanity. But even within that spectrum, there might be different agendas or different timelines that they are trying to guide humans into. And the bad, with the bad spectrum, it just happens the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's true. There is this two, this duality system between, you know, service to others and service to help to help to self yeah definitely and there's a lot of gray areas in between the uh uh that's unfolding right now and and you know it's it's uh but what i see my understanding of it you know i've had experiences all the way up to the 13th dimension and they're all pressing their consciousness and energy into the earth right now and adding to the collective consciousness and bringing with that universal law and uh and you know, which is basically be kind to each other and the planet, you know, so um, I really see that winning out. I don't see any way around it, but it, you know, we can decide how we participate in that, you know, whether we take the downward spiral or the upward spiral, it, that's free will. It's up to us. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, but they are accelerating karma, you know, they are accelerating action reaction, you might say they're accelerating. And so, and so that is, is being accelerated. So it's almost like I've been kind of warning a lot of people in the UFO community. I said, you know, don't, don't attack others. Don't throw others under the bus because it's going to be instant karma. You know, everything's accelerating right now. Just allow them, you know, their karma is going to, if they're off the track or they're, they're leading people astray, that's going to be taken care of. That karma is going to, going to come up, you know, let them have that run or do whatever, and and but you know of course nobody's listening you know but uh you know uh yeah 
Well, eventually it's their own energy because reality is not a solid, you know, holographic experience. It's rather like a simulation. And that's what quantum physics teaches, you know, mm-hmm. with the, you know, double slit experiment. We all know that it's all a projection of your consciousness. So if you are attacking others, you're attacking aspects of yourself, basically. So it's not yeah. like there's like a God that gets angry and punishes <laughs> you, but you get back, you know, the energy that you put out into others because you are inside an equation of energies that are not in integrity or in balance. So when you project it and you do not put those energies in harmony and just let it be, it's going to come to you, not as a punishment, but as a, let's say, guidance system to show you that that energy that you have sent out is not in alignment with your true self. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is claim from the other side of the equation now as the victim, since you didn't, let's say, solve it or heal it as the aggressive, I mean, as the uh, oppressor or, let's say, attacker, uh, you now have to pay it or to experience it from the other side of the equation, which is the victim in this case. So you're mm-hmm. going to receive it so that you can put it back to alignment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good analogy. So you're saying that, you know, my image of God was this guy with a lightning bolt and a laptop that's taking notes and waiting to punish the bad doobies. <laughs> you know, so, so you're saying I'm wrong? No, I'm just kidding. But but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I always tell people we keep our own books, we punish ourselves and we enhance ourselves. It's It's up to us, you know, where we end up on this, in this program of what's unfolding. But uh, the, I know that, I wanted to get into in in ancient times, you know, every religion have their bearded gods. And and so the bearded gods were a lot of them were ancient Larians or they're uh, you know, they call them the Anunnaki or things like that. Yes. Well well, some of them were some of them were very loving and wanted to see humanity continue and did a lot of upgrading and experimenting, and some wanted to see us go away. They thought we we're obnoxious and loud and wanted yes. to end the experiment. And and I tell people, if you look at the Bible, the Old Testament has the the jealous, wrathful God that's kind of a genocidal maniac, you know. And then the <laughs> new Bible, the the new, you know, when Jesus appears and he brings a new covenant of an all-loving, all-forgiving God, a non-judging God, which is totally the opposite, you know. So I said, so we have a choice. Either God is totally schizophrenic. <laughs> and and really messed up and wouldn't and is doing things our parents wouldn't even do to us or there was two different gods and and if you know the real history of earth how the earth has been colonized multiple times and those families have broken apart into warring and competing factions and we've we've done this 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 uh service to others versus um service to self or controlling others versus empowering others We've been doing this for so long on the planet. I mean, we've been doing it for a minimum of 450,000 years and probably a million years, you know, if you get down to basics. Yes, that's true. (laughs) And, you know, well, technically the gods that are represented in the Bible, Mm -hmm. um, to my perspective, certain religions were uh, sabotaged on purpose to disconnect people from their own natural connection to spirit. So that idea that God will ever punish a person or that God will ever be jealous or send you to hell, that's not correct. But they made it, they made that religion, that doctrine be like fear-based so that people Mm -hmm. will be disconnected from their own 
uh, spirit, which is yeah. all about balance and, and responsibility. I've, I've always tried to understand this because, um, I mean, there's a lot of good people within the religions and they do yes. have a good foundation and things like that. But when, but when you really do the research, you go, well, wait a second. Uh, what, what happened here? You know, because, you know, there, there's no church of Buddha, you know, um, and how many factions are there of, of Christianity? And I mean, there's a thousand churches and I don't know how many Bibles, but, uh, and, and you look at all these, and if you go back to the red letter edition, or, or if you go back to the Bible with the Apocrypha, with the original teachings of women and Michael and everybody, they're talking about reincarnation and the divine feminine and everything else. And, and, and you look at their words, and even Jesus said, out of all my disciples, Mary is the most qualified to continue in my teachings, because he was all about the heart and about love and about more, more aligned with the divine divine feminine, the heart, not the brain, you know, and, and his disciples could never figure them out because they're always coming from the intellect. But uh, um, all the religions seem to do that. It, it's like they took that master and his words and his teachings, and then they turned it into a control program. And, uh, and they became the go-between, you know, like, like, well, we'll tell you, you come to us, you know, we'll, we'll show you how to do so many Hail Marys for forgiveness and and then you pay us and we'll we'll tell you what God said or something. You know, it there, there's so many different programs like that. They're go-betweens. And yeah, but but each master said the temple is within, the whole universe is within. Yes. You know, you're you are he said, ye are gods, children of the most high. And they missed that point that everyone is saying the same thing. And that is the unifying factor is that in consciousness, we're all connected. And, and that consciousness was given to us by some, whatever you want to call it, creator, great spirit, God, you know, everybody has different names for it, but some supreme intelligence of the universe and all the multiverses, <laughs> there's something out there that gave us that consciousness. And, uh, and in that we're all family, we're all united, but in consciousness, we're all united. It doesn't matter what culture, what color, uh, uh, you know, your belief or anything. I would say belief is B and then the LIE is in the middle and then VE at the end, you know, cause there's always a lion belief. Yeah. So um, it's so important for people to get to make their own connection right now and connect to source, you know, from within. Yes, that's true. And eventually to my perspective, um, we are all one because we are all the same God, but yeah. they, they express itself in infinite versions of itself as an individual and collectives eventually like a fractal system that is uh-huh. harmonic that divides itself, you know, in a perfect, you know, geometrical pattern uh, to experience the idea of beingness. Because if you, if you are God, if you're everything that exists eventually, then you're nothing. You have no outside of you. So you cannot interact with anybody. And because you cannot relate or reflect into anything or anybody, you are, nothing you have no identity so god basically what it said is that it disintegrated its perspective it's let's say super um integrated perspective of itself and divided itself in infinite versions or fractals of itself to have the illusionary experience that there is an outside or that there is more people yeah outside to have to 
eventually experience that of an identity of beingness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was try- trying to explain to people that there's a unified field of consciousness and energy, whatever you want to call it. And we all exist within that field. All the ETs, everybody exists within that field. And that field has so many different levels to it. And and the higher, more spiritually advanced off-worlders or ETs, whatever you want to call it, which are in truth us, you know, if you get go back to the big picture, um, they they have access to more of that field. That's that's the only difference. And and their their physics are different than ours. Their science is different. Everything they have so much more access to that unified field. What they can do to us would would we would see them as gods or magic or magicians or whatever. But a lot of that is just learning how to utilize that higher conscious and energy or more of that field. Yes, that's true. It's about integrating all of those energetic blockages or obstacles that are, you know, in between you and that, um, that state of being of, of being in harmony with all that is with everyone. Mm-hmm. And it goes in levels. So when you have achieved that with your own, let's say, smaller group of consciousness, then you go up to the species and then you go up to other species. And that's how you eventually go up and up in this scale of densities of consciousness and dimensions. Exactly. The, uh, um, I mean, I had to die to figure this one out. I mean, I had two near-death experiences and I went through what they call the tunnel and ended up in that golden plane of bliss. And, uh, uh, and, and then I could kind of just left the door open. And and, uh, so all these other beings kept coming to me. And in the beginning, you know, because of my, my earth program or indoctrination or whatever, uh, you know, they were all spooks. All these beings were appearing to me. And to me, they're all spooks. And I go, no, I'm, I'm talking to Jesus and that's it, you know? And so Jesus started introducing me to all the other spooks and said, no, we're all working together. And so, you know, he introduced me to, to Baba G and, and uh, Mary was with me and saved my life at five years old. And, and, you know, I was dying in the hospital and, and then, and then, you know, Baba G, White Eagle, all the other cultures, they had me go study all the different cultures to understand, you know, what their system was, their belief system. And, and, and then it just kept going on up and then the Pleiadians started coming in, the Andromedans and all the other, Ryan, all the other guys and it was constantly, I had to constantly like die almost, or my, my belief system had to, had to be uh, flexible to, to open up for these other experiences. And what happened is, and I understand this, <clears throat> when you try to talk to somebody that's very ingrained in, in a religion, they, they see all that if it's not Jesus, it's the devil, you know, or if it's not if it's not Buddha, it's something else, or if it's not, you know, and, and it's really sad because, because that, I think that was directly done to inhibit us from unifying with our multidimensional self, because, you know, we've been with all these different beings. We've studied with Buddha and Jesus and the house of Mary and, and people don't realize the house of Mary was huge. I mean, it was massive. And, uh, and Jesus hung out more with the with the in House of Mary than anybody else because of the love there and the nurturing and that divine feminine, and uh, and it was much bigger, you know, it was a much bigger uh, a group you might want to say, and and people haven't figured that one out yet, but a lot of people are, a lot of people are figuring it out. But um, I know that most of the teachers, like a lot of the Pleiadians, 
in the beginning that were appearing to people are almost most of them were feminine, were female. Yes. And, and I think the reason for that was because you don't get defensive. If you have this beautiful woman emanating love and appear before you, your defenses don't come up. And but if you have this powerful male go in front of you and you go, oh, you know, go, whoa, wait a minute, you know, who who is this? You know, you're automatically going to go into defense mode. And I, I think I think they understand that. And I think that's why most of them, like a lot of my teachers were all female. It was kind of weird. I had a couple male llamas and yogis I studied with, but uh, most of them were female. And uh, and Mary's always been with me. And so that divine feminine has always been a strong part. But when you say that, um, that it's like a multidimensional feminine or the divine, the Shekinah energies are, are coming in. They've been coming in for a while now, but they're coming in really strong right now to, to bring balance, to balance us out of that old kind of patriarchal program. Yes, we are now balancing those that masculine and feminine energy because the earth has been predominantly uh, masculine, you know, such as because our own galaxy is also generally masculine oriented. And we had a lot of those, you know, dominant energies. And that's why we have experienced so much war so far and so much conflict, you know. But once we integrate the non-divine masculine, we can eventually start to welcome the divine feminine because they are they are part of the same equation. They are part of the same system, duality system. So it's not about forgetting about masculinity or what it is about. It's about putting into balance, you know, shifting from wars like domination etc towards the real divine um let's say blueprint of masculinity which is protection it is you know empowerment but in a way that you know it is in balance so that the divine feminine can be welcomed you know in harmony yeah i agree i think i think there's such a move right now to suppress the masculine and and that move is being done by the very people that want to control and dominate everything. You know, they they don't want men stepping up in their power, you know, and saying, yeah. okay, this is not right. Forget it. And and what you're doing to the children and my wife or whatever is not is not happening here. You know, I'm not gonna and and so there's been a long effort and it's been done chemically, it's been done on every level. You know, it's been a big um social engineering program to to totally suppress the divine feminine, uh, divine, I mean, the divine masculine or any masculine qualities whatsoever. But, uh, you know, and that's finding balance too. And, and I always tell people we have both sides within ourselves. We have our masculine side is, is, is you come through the right and it's our empowerment, get it done, make it happen. And the feminine side is subjective. You know, it's the masculine is more objective. The feminine side is, objective it brings the information in the conscious the energy and and really we should be listening to the divine feminine for direction because it's more connected to the source it's more connected to uh you know your emotional body is so much bigger than your intellect and and unfortunately we've been worshiping the intellect down here and it's taken us off track but uh but if we get that balance within ourselves and then and then get it in our relationships and then have it move out into the leadership and everything else, I think this is all going to kind of fold in on itself, this old program. 
yes, it's true. And, you know, we humans are so gifted and we don't even realize, you know, other species have a lot of this intellect, this development of the mind and everything. So their experience of expression of consciousness tends to be so mental, you know, which is quite kind of boring, to be honest, because they see the structure, they know how it works, they get it done. And there's no, like, almost like a spark of soul to that, you know, but we humans can, you know, eventually shift that perfect balance between this mental development and our exploration and expression of emotions. So it, it makes it to be even more like um, exciting in my opinion, like more passionate. So I think being human is amazing. Yeah. I think where a lot of what we've been, been really putting our energy towards is the intellect and technology and technology can only take you so far. It can only take you uh, maybe into the fourth dimension. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Probably lower levels of the fourth dimension. But yes. when you get into the heart, you can go all the way to source. You know, you can go all the way through the dimensions back to the source itself. And and we have that that point. And so it's like, to me, it's you're very limited if you just work through the intellect. I mean, your technology, you can make incredible technology, but you're limited to what that technology can do because you can't do it from within, you know, you from yourself. And I, I think we're, uh, it's almost like I, I go, a good example is the the iPhone, you know, or whatever, whatever your, your phone is. Uh, you know, we're, we're telepathic. We're all telepathic. We have that gift. We have that ability. You know, the iPhone's a crutch. You know, but you know, sometimes it's it's good because not everybody's telepathic down here and not everybody can communicate. So we kind of but really technology is only a crutch and it's it's something we can always do within uh it's like even a, a UFO, you know, is a crutch in a way, because we our bodies we have the ability to jump dimensions and go up to the thirteenth dimension if we want. And and you know, it's but again, a metal UFO can only go so far. You know, and then you have to go into organics. It has to be conscious and it has to be organics. And then you can, those are the awesome <laughs> ships, you know, that are, are, they're sentient, they're organic and they're, they're, they're beautiful. I mean, the ship itself, you get on it and you just fall in love with the ship basically, you know, cause, cause the yes. energy that's coming off the ship. But, um, you know, but people, a lot of people don't even know that's available. They, they don't even know that's out there. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but one day when disclosure eventually happens, people will even get the opportunity to interact with what humanity as a collective has already received, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I know certain people and I can't mention names right now that have technologies that are beyond um anything we can think of. You know, they they have healing technologies they have uh they can turn water into every form of fuel we need uh they have you know anti-gravity they have counter-gravity which is even more powerful and and they have the ability to jump dimensions and and they have these like med bed technologies and things like that um i was actually on one of them it was a it was a, a special bed and i actually levitated on the bed i don't talk about this much because everybody's going to ask me where where it was but I, I levitated on the bed and the scientists that created it and the nurse was working on, they came, they freaked out. They come running in, they go, stop, stop. And I go, what? And I just came back down and, and I, I felt the glass again. And, and I said, I go, wow. I go, what? that was bizarre. You know? And they said, you know, if you would have kept going, you would have been gone. You would have gone into the next dimension. And then 
how we will we explain what happened you know what happened to you were you know this is the last place you're saying you know it, it would be a real mess for us you know so and uh and and so it's like there is technologies out there like that and they're coming out now and there's some people there are in other countries right now that have uh they're already creating a lot of this the med beds and things like that and we're in contact yeah. with some of them that we're working with but um, you have to be careful because a lot of them are, are kind of frauds. They don't work and they're just uh, very lesser quality, you might say. But there are some out there that actually do. Uh, uh, maybe you can explain, help people understand how the med beds work. I've been a med bed uh, on spacecrafts of military mm-hmm. personnel mm-hmm. that are connected to space programs, but they... they it's it's long story, but in my experience, when I started to have my memory recalls from the secret space program, I started to interact with a group of military personnel who stopped having who broke broke their contracts with the reptilians because yeah. those are the ones for the dark fleet, and they eventually told me they tell we do no longer work with reptilians, and they were actually helping me with disclosure, working mm-hmm. with you know disclosure movement. And so I eventually got there. I had m- many experiences in which I will be taken by them and I will be in these methods and I will experience how they will put something like in, in my head and I will hear a really loud noise, like, you know. Yeah. And so I was, I was um, then they will put it like up to, um, down to all my body, down to my legs, to the bottom of my body. Mm-hmm. And so... When I woke up, you know, I knew that it was real because when I was having the experience, even though I was not in my room, I was aware. I couldn't open my eyes. My body was asleep, but my consciousness was awake. And I felt the people touch me and everything. And they were not extraterrestrials. They were with extraterrestrials, but they were not the the beings that were using this technology. They were human military. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, do you have they told you? I, I know they they say they're going to make these available to uh, humanity pretty soon. Do you have any idea about any when that might come about, or or when? Or, or... I think eventually after um, perhaps first contact or disclosure, mm-hmm. because there will be you know issues or conflict in our society if it will be too soon. Yeah. Well, I know all the all big farmers going down anyway right now. So as soon as they get out of the picture, you know, because I mean, we've had the technology just with both natural cures and and uh, electronic or, or energy cures. We've had all these amazing technologies. They've been on the earth since Tesla and uh, and they've been suppressed. And, and when all this comes out, I think you're going to see so many different types of things coming out and they all function to one degree or another, but ultimately these med beds will actually regenerate your whole body. And, and uh, now they, I tell you what's interesting. Maybe you can explain this to me because the Pleiadians were telling me they were going to fold time and they're they're folding time. And, and I went, wait a second. And I go, how long is this nonsense going to go? And they said, they said, no, we're in control right now. Uh, uh, it's just as of two or three days ago, they said this, they said, no, we have total control right now. We've, we've got the reins. We have more genetic stock in the earth than any other race. And so they've, they've decided the councils have all decided that, that we, we have, uh, 
more, you know, we have the scepter, you might say. And, uh, and, but they said that uh, uh, they're, and I said, well, how's this going to happen? You know, and they, they said, we're doing a lot of work, but we're going to be doing some work. We're going to be folding time. And I started thinking about it and I've been watching how it looks really dark and just like everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket. And all of a sudden something flips and, and there's a big flip. And we've seen two or three of those big flips recently. And I'm wondering, uh, that might be what they're doing. They're either, they're taking us out of that, that dark time and moving us into another time, or they're doing something like that. And I'm curious if you've gotten any information or does that make sense to you? Because they're, I haven't totally figured it out yet, but I have an idea of what, what's going on. Um, well, time goes with cycles of energy. So it's pretty much like quantum, you know, yeah. change happens in the moment. So I think that, you know, change never gets to be really like a linear process. It's really like, you know, with quantum jumps. So I believe that's what they might be referring to with yeah yeah it sounds that's i that's what i kind of experience is that they're they're moving us all along on the timeline so we don't get muck and stuck in the in a rut you know in the muck and mire they're kind of moving us forward because i look at stuff at, at one level and i go god are we ever going to get out of this i mean we are so mired down in this nonsense and all of a sudden something just flips and it happens fast and when i see that i go something they did something obviously you know, they, they're doing something and, and they're working with consciousness and energy and, and, and again, technologies that are, are beyond our imagination. When, when people in the UFO co- community, there's been all this argument, you know, about, yeah. okay, is this, is this German back engineering? You know, is this, uh, is this our government back engineering? Is it time travel? You know, is it, is it all dark? You know, is it all light? Is it all good? You know, and is it, and what's funny is I told him, I said, it's an all the above answer. It's not one thing that's been happening. And, but, but so many people in the community have a piece of the pie and they think that piece is the whole pie. And, and so they're, they, they have a very limited piece of that pie Anybody that comes along that has more of the pie, they, there's all this jealousy and competition and in-house fighting. And it, and especially if you bring the spiritual side in, the multidimensional side, oh, they are so, they come unglued on that one. They um, they don't want that out there. And uh, you've probably experienced a lot of that. Uh, well, yes. you're, you're just kind of bringing this out now, but just a little heads up, you know. You're, yes. <laughs> I've received everything, you know, from people telling me that what I was saying was not biblical, that people telling me that I am using a filter when in Zoom you cannot use a filter, you know, it's not possible, you know. So people telling me that they do not believe my story, that I am a, let's say, government (laughs) agenda. So, you know, it's pretty funny all the stories that people come up, you know, with, you know, when they, when you first come out. So I already take it with, with joy because it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amusing, you know, to see all the creativity rather than any form of hatred, I guess. You know, this may sound unspiritual, but one of my teachers says, who's, who wants to be worshipped by a bunch of wretched entities? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it's always stuck in my mind. It's like, I would rather be, 
on par or surrounded by people that are awake, that are already at least on that path, then social consciousness and all the social engineering, I, I don't really care what they think. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I feel sad that they take the position they do most of the time and they haven't done their own research or they haven't gone within or, or they don't even know how to go within a lot of them, but uh, they're running around thinking they're a body and a personality and, and that's the limit of their expression or their knowledge of self. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like it got to the point where just some of the things were told to me, you know, like trust is earned was a really good one, you know, that because uh, I automatically trusted everybody, which is a really a bummer for Palladians that incarnate yes. here because, you know, they they come down here and I, I tell people and I think it's a beautiful consciousness myself, but they're they're all about love and they're all about service and they just want to be in joy and happy and, and be in nature. And and they it's not part of their consciousness to think that somebody would actually steal from them or lie to them or betray them or it's it's not their reality and and so um, when they incarnate here they they just get beat up you know and and the other beings like the orion council of light and this is different from the gray alliance this is totally that that's totally separate but uh, they've gone through the wars and they've gone through all that stuff and so they know there is a dark side and they know and they've got it's almost takes take that street smart and apply it to the universe and, and so they can deal with this stuff and they have the BS meter, you know, and, and, and I've seen that like the Pleiadians are a great guide and not all Pleiadians because there are Pleiadian warriors too and things, but they're a great guide of how we should be where we should ascend to and go, but they really have trouble dealing with what's happening on earth. And, and I always tell people, you know, just because you're dead doesn't mean you're enlightened and just because you're an ET doesn't mean you're benevolent and, you got to realize there's a lot of wounded people down here that don't know who they are and they're acting out old wounds and traumas and, and things like that and help depersonalize, you know, what's going on down here because it, it is a, it is a mess, but the mess is part of the healing. The chaos is part yes. of the healing, you know, that, that's happening right now. Yes. I believe the problem for some people sometimes it's that, they tend to relate too much on outside information or put too much focus on what's going on on the outside when it comes to narratives. And that's why eventually I felt, you know, um, not so attracted to the, you know, fields of the secret space program to all these communities, because there's so much exopolitics, there's so much conflict there, so much history, so much groups, you know, and, and different things going on that I I, I said, well, if I'm part of this, I don't know how I'm going to navigate it because, you know, it's just simply so messy. Like if our reality is messy enough, I cannot imagine, you know, in, in other, you know, parts of the community, you know, like that or, or other mm -hmm. agendas, you know. So I think the problem for many people is that once they start that exploration of, you know, experiences and narratives and, and things going on with the humanity and, and the shift, they go a little bit, um, they unground in cells, you know, they become disconnected from their own inner self, from their own inner world. And so that's eventually what the purpose of this shift is about. It's about tuning into your own negative systems, our own, you know, circumstances and how we can eventually put peace, you know, like make them uh, be in harmony with our two selves. So, I think we we need to maintain that balance, you know, between mm -hmm. 
researching and, and yeah, I, I think I think it's important to me. I always tell people enlightenment means to be in knowledge of and the whole enchilada, the dark side, the light side and everything in between. It's not just focusing on one side. And we, we need to understand that there are different sides and there's a gray area in between that and to navigate, to get through this. And, and I always tell people, get your own time to yourself. Get out in nature if you can. Go for walks and, and get out of all this uh, cosmic soup, this social engineering that's going on. And yes, and run everything through your heart. You know, sit with it. Say, does this feel right to me? You know, is this aligned with universal law? Is this in service? Is this empowering people? You know, it's like really take a look at it because there are a lot of, and I've gotten so much trouble for this. You know, posers out there that are saying this and saying that, and they're not who people think they are. And they, they're, unfortunately, the posers have the pulpit. They, they are financed by, and, and they have the, um, oh, they're, they have the financing and they're backed by people that are really not <laughs> very uh, godlike, you might say, actually they're on the other side of the spectrum, but, uh, and, you know, they've got the Hollywood backing and they have, and they're the ones on the front line. And because they've been put in place, they're called planned opposition. And, and now there's a whole different generation that's coming out. that's going, no, no, that's not the way things are that, that things are a lot different than you're being told you're not being even told about the higher side the lighter side the multidimensional spiritual side and yeah. uh, and and these other guys are really you know pushing hard to hold their position right now you know but uh, uh i wrote a newsletter a while ago and i said you know i said uh you know i I hate to say it, but I said, we're, we're going to go through a real shit storm, you know, <laughs> yes. because the white hats, you're going to see some of the white hats are wearing black hats and the black <laughs> hats are going to be wearing white hats and you're not going to know who's who. And it's all going to come up in every, you know, in the, in the spiritual world, in the UFO world, in the business yes. world, everything, you're going to see a total flip because there's a controlled narrative in, in each one of them. And, and they have their image, you know, that's of, of their TV image, you might say, or their pulpit image. And then they have the real image of who they are. And, and a lot that's of us that are awake, we can look right through them and see what their real agendas are, you know, what their yes. real motives are and things like that. Yeah, and, the ceremony is key right now. And, and you, know, you know, be the observer and trust your feeling. We have this little BS meter right here. <laughs> It's in the heart, you know, and it goes, you know, it doesn't feel right, you know, but then we listen long enough, they talk us out of it. And, and yes. we have to go by that first feeling like, you know what, something's off here. Something doesn't feel right, you know, and, and I've seen over and over when people say there are no dark entities, they're not, no, and, and I, you know, and if you're awake and you're clairvoyant, you can see the entity standing right behind them, <laughs> you know, you know, like pulling the strings yes. and, uh, and you go, God, the ones that are saying none of this exists, it's not real are the very ones that, that are being manipulated by these other forces. Yes. You know, Cause you know, many life. people, yeah, many people go with that, 
you know, narrative of like, no, you know, if I don't want to, as I create my reality, if I do not wish to experience any, anything negative or anyone negative, I just say, no, it's not true. It does not exist. And that's not how it works because if that was the, the you know, the dynamics, you know, there, were, there wouldn't be any kind of ability to evolve any path of evolution forward. So it's about taking consciousness, you know, not denying, accepting that it is a reality. It is there. And so then accepting that is there for a reason, learning how to expand from that experience or that relationship. And then you can eventually empower yourself and say, hey, you know, go off. <laughs> maybe maybe search for another person that has time for you or, or you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so important I teach people. That's one of the things we teach right here at, about self-mastery is about learning how to heal unseen negative influences and set boundaries and uh and stay focused stay clear and stay centered in your own personal connection with creator and i think that's so imperative right now that that to get through these times because all that external stuff is just going to be a real shit storm i'm sorry but that's what it is and and there's going to be a lot of chaos a lot of power struggles and a lot of a lot of things rising and falling and and uh and the only way you're going to get through this is to have your own personal connection with creator, whatever name you want to give it and, and use discernment and focus on universal law and, you know, just be kind to each other and the planet, basically, you know, don't, don't do any harm to any, you know, you know, I mean, you do need to protect yourself. That's one thing, but I mean, don't go out and try to harm others or take down yeah. things like that. You know, it's like, uh, you know, unless yeah. you're unless you're cleaning out the dumbs, that's okay. Yes, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but it's interesting. So so as far as your perspective, where do you where do you think we are right now? As far as I know, the secret space fleet had two factions in it. You know, they had the dark fleet, and then they had the the I guess the alliance or or uh, yes. And so, where do you think we're at as far as that? is going on what, what percentage do you think has been cleaned up and is, is in a positive direction um well i i i had contact from the alliance not directly but in a series of events that were a combination of synchronicities astral encounters and also like telepathic communication uh-huh. So um, I've been working with them ever since I started, I woke up to my secret space for on Dark Fleet experience and they've been helping me on the way, you know, to, for example, these beings that are connected to me that are blue skin and giants that I depict in my website. The reason why I put, why I photoshopped me with blue skin in my website is because I have this connection with this tall, yeah. you know, giant blue yeah. Anunnaki beings. And so eventually, um, these beings are working also with the Alliance and they came to my dreams and they will often guide me, like tell me this is what they did to you so that you wouldn't get back your memories. Mm -hmm. Or this is, you know, what um, experiences you have with these, you know, military people, or this is the kind of programs that they will tell me and they will eventually guide me to the program myself from NK Ultra and Monar Programming. Mm-hmm. to eventually work in that agenda of disclosure, you know, with the Alliance. And so right now, right now with the, yeah, I have, di- I have had different connections so far in my life with the hybrid programs that are also working for an agenda of transformation, you know, in our, you know, 
planet and also the alliance. So right now I'm connecting with both, but, um, but I'm just letting everything flow naturally. I'm not, um, I also, I'm also a human being, so I also need discernment. So I'm still exploring, you know, um, what kind of connections should I focus on or what works best for my evolution at the moment. So, Mm-hmm. But I think it's all working for the best. I think that, you know, we, we're definitely getting assistance and we're definitely getting help, you know. So as long as you do the inner work, you're definitely going to see the reflection of outside that there's something, some big major positive change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, def- they have to honor free will. And so we have yes. to choose. And I tell people, you know, if you want to contact with the higher dimensional beings and these beautiful beings, uh, uh, you've got to initiate it and you have to qualify the contact and make sure you are working with beings that are benevolent, that are service to others that are in service yes. to the creator and the creator within all creation and, and, you know, be really clear in these contacts. And if you do make a contact and they start acting outside of that, then you have to break that contact and go, Hey, wait a second. And they'll, you know, there are beings that'll show up and they'll, they'll flatter you and they'll off, offer you fame and fortune and power over others and things like that. And you got to go, no, no, that doesn't fit. I'm sorry, that doesn't fit with who I am and, and where we're going and and set a boundary there. And, and I see so many people that just bit, you know, they they bit on the hook, you know, and, and they they did get their fame and they get, did get their power and they're so miserable right now. And they... Uh, uh, it's not working out for them and everything's collapsing, you know, so. Yes. Yeah. So don't, don't bite that hook, you know, it's just like leave yeah. that hook alone. But the, uh, there, there's so much going, God, there's so much we can talk to so many different events, but from my perspective, and I, I know you're probably seeing the same thing, the good side, if you want to do good and bad, or the, the beings that are in service to humanity are so much more powerful and there's so many more of them and that energy that's coming in. Uh, I, I really feel good about there's, there's no way this great awakening can, cannot happen. Uh, Definitely. No way. Yeah. There's no way to stop it. People don't have access to that and they get upset, you know, because they think they're a body and the personality and they're getting beat up down here. But I go, this, there's something big coming in and it's, it's been coming in for quite a while, but it's going to be exponentially increasing and, and uh, there's no getting away from, you can't keep doing like the frequency of tyranny is no longer going to be frequency specific to the earth. It can't exist. Uh, If on the path that we're going, it's going to implode on itself and the self-serving energy is going to implode on itself. And, and it's just not, it's not going to be conducive to where the earth's ascension you might say, or, or humanity's ascension. It's, it's going to, uh, you know, it's, I, I just see we can either take this downward spiral and collapse, or we can take the upward spiral and continue it. It's, that's where we're at right now. Yes, it's true. And, you know, as, as um, crazy as it sounds, it is greeting in the stars. Because, you know, it's all connected. So um, the zodiac system, I am not a fan of astrology, but zodiac, um, the zodiac, um, let's say, map exists for a reason. Yeah. It's all interconnected. So, um, again, as far as, as, as crazy as it sounds, it's written in the stars because, you know, we've been in the Piscean era, which is masculine energy. 
And now the earth is aligning with this um, constellation, which is Aquarius, which is all about femininity, you know, mm-hmm. it connects to the five dimensions. So it sounds, you know, too new agey and, and everything, but it, it does have an effect on our planetary consciousness because the stars are nothing else but another map, like our chakra mm-hmm. system. Everything is a map. So even if it's some, you know, again, like new age and everything, it, it is true, you know, like the earth makes its choice and we're aligning with that constellation. So we're getting a new connection, you know, a new harmonic, you know, let's say map, you know, relationships with others. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, well, the ancient gods with the little G that were here, I mean, they brought that in. They brought the Zodiac and everything in and they understood it and how it worked and everything else. So, uh we're just now coming into understanding and, and there's different types of astrology, astrology, you know, there's the Vedic astrology where the planets are where they're supposed to be. And then you have the Gregorian, I think was kind of hijacked, but uh, um, if you go by the planetary alignments and, and even the suns are all connected with the galactic, you know, core, the, uh, the energies like the, the energy and information or the, the orders, if you want to call it, are coming from, the central sun coming down through the other suns, which are affecting all the planets and their solar systems. And, and, and uh, I tell people with that light, that light is intelligence. There's consciousness and energy packets in that light. And when the light increases, it's more energy in more consciousness in, garbage out, you know? So that's kind of, kind of where we're going. And there is a, a scientific process to this, if you understand how it works. Yes, it is. It is all like a metaphysical, you know, process. Let's see. Events. Yeah, I mean, it's, you can boil it all down to frequency, basically. It's like yes. we're, we're moving up in frequency and the lower frequency consciousness that has the greed and the division and the, the anger and jealousy and all those other programs that are running is no longer applicable. It, it's a lower frequency energy and it's going to come up and out and surface you know for us to heal and look at and uh, and move on and the highest frequency consciousness is like pure unconditional love and joy and bliss and and things of that nature and, and when i had my own near-death experience i went to the plane of bliss and so i know that i know what that's all about and there are these golden beings there that are they're unique yet one it's hard to explain they have a consciousness they're not they don't really care about identity or form. They'll they'll become a form if you need it, you know, for your own experience. And but they are just pure love and joy and bliss and and humor too. I mean, you start laughing when you connect into this energy, and and they're like they they uh, one of the beings I work with, Kazekiel. They call him the god of eternal bliss. The Andromedans call Kazekiel that, you know. So, um, and I want to go back to one. This is kind of regressing, but you're talking about the blue beans. People, blue beans have been in our history for so long. I mean, in ancient times, you know, a lot of the gods were blue and they're copper base. And there's still these beings living in the inner earth. And the only difference to them is we're iron base and they're copper base, but they're very, you know, they're very advanced beings. They are. And so for me, how they will present themselves, it's all pretty synchronistic. But, you know, when I started to come up with my story or with my information in the field, in the community, I decided that I needed a second name because I didn't want it to get my legal name, of course. Yeah, yeah, good idea. 
So I chose Serene as my second name because I, I was searching for, you know, cool galactic names, magical names. And uh-huh. Serene eventually means a star in Welsh, you know. Uh-huh. And so I found out that Serene was used in Welsh and Turkey. You know, it was like a connection there. So one day I had a dream in which these blue beans came to my um, to to me, and they eventually showed me how that the fact that I chose that name was not a coincidence, because it had a special connection with ancestors of mine, and they showed themselves, and they were pretty tall, like giant and blue skin, and they were wearing like Celtic, you know, like ro- robes, you know, like tops, and they were showing me that. It was not a coincidence, you know, and they also showed me in another dream how is that I had blue blood. It doesn't mean that my blood is blue. It's iron based. But they were telling me that I had that specific lineage or connection, you know. Uh Yeah, I totally understand where you're you're coming from there. It's it's like uh, it's so funny because when you go up the vibrational continuum or go through the dimensions, there's all these levels and there's royalty and connections and things like that. And star royalty, it's not, it's not the earth type thing, but um, there's so many different levels to this. And, and eventually you get up in the higher levels and there's, you're just all of it. You know, you're not, you're, you know, you're all that is. It's like, uh, I had that experience with Ezekiel. He said, it's all you He said, forget about your identity. It's all you. And, uh, and I went through it. I talked about this in other shows. I went through a total identity crisis when I started experiencing all the different levels of myself, you know, and, uh, but we all have that, you know, I'm not saying I'm special. We're all special. We just, some of us are a little more aware of, of, of that specialness, you might say, or, or our multidimensional selves, you might say, but uh, we're coming up to the end of the hour. Unfortunately, I mean, I could have you on for like a five hour show, I'm sure. And, uh, <laughs> So we'll definitely have to get you back on. I think it's, it's, I can't say enough to keep, continue, you know, continue to, you're such a light out there and you're bringing in this information, just brilliant information. You're covering both sides of the spectrum in a very loving, compassionate way. And, and, you know, kudos to you. I can't thank you enough for the work you're doing and, and uh, stay safe and uh, you'll be in our prayers. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I really enjoy our interview. And, and yeah, thank you so much also for you to give all this work, you know, to spread the word about what's going on, all your information, you know. So, yeah, likewise. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, definitely. We'll have you back on the show, I'm sure. And uh, again, I can't thank you enough for coming, but we've got to sign off. We're out of time. I wish I had a two hour show, but I don't. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, anytime. Sign off. So again, everybody, oh, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Uh, through my webpage, which is www.marinaserene.com. Great. Awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough. Unfortunately, folks, we got to sign off. It's James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio and uh, ESETI Stargate. Check us out on all the other uh, sites and uh, keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent, and uh, be kind to each other. And we'll get through this. Anyway, have a great evening. Good night.